Welcome back to Witchcast, guys. My name is Julia. And I'm Milana. Yay! Okay, so funny story, guys. This is actually the third time we're re- recording this episode. <laughs> we got like 15 minutes into it last time before I lost my phone signal. Yeah, it was, we were but going that's so what good. Happens when you, I know, but that's what happens when you try to record while driving in your car and you live in the middle of nowhere. Well, you know what? Practice makes perfect. So, right. you know, we, we but now got I'm this. connected to Wi-Fi, so we are good to go. <laughs> All right, so we're ready, guys. Um, so today's episode, we're going to be recording about home protection, protection magic, and what Alana does to kind of help protect her space and everything, and what I do to protect my space. And we also have a haunted story to tell you guys too, right, Alana? Yes. Yeah. I may have moved into a haunted house. It's it's very very possible that that happened. Yes, and so, uh, I'm will... very excited to hear that story. Yeah. You no, know, even though you told me a little bit about it, I'm here. I'm ready to hear the full story about what's going on. The full so. story. Oh, well, I mean, now I've been living it here for like almost a week, so now it's. Now we're getting into it. (laughs) Hell yeah. Okay. So before we get into the haunted stories and protection magic and everything, we're going to pull an oracle card for the day and we'll see what's going on. Okay. So I'm going to pull a brand new oracle card, Alana, because we recorded this three times and I want to try something new. A new one. Oh. Okay, so guys, I'm using the um, the Oracle deck. It's called a Sacred Self Care Oracle. It's by Jill Pyle. She is the co-founder of Goddess Provisions, and so I'm gonna be pulling a deck from this beautiful, gorgeous, visionary deck of hers, and then we'll see what's going on. Okay, so the deck or the card that I just pulled is it says use your hands. So the picture depicts a woman. She's like sewing something. She's molding things. She has like um, sewing tools around her. She has clay around her. She's literally molding her way into life. I feel like this deck or this card, I should say, it really kind of just shows how you can weave your own magic by using your own hands. I think that is what the underlying message of this card is because, um, you know, when using home protection magic, you really do use your hands quite a bit because you're doing. Yes, a I mean, I. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I was saying, I think that I think the card definitely shows that you know when you manifest it's something that you are creating with your energy. Exactly. Um, and that's you know a lot of home, you know, protection magic is going to be it's it's energy work. Um, yes, there's going to be tools and stuff that you can use, but for the most part, it is very energy-based um, work. So I think that has a lot to do with just, you know, that you're the one that creates it. Yeah, absolutely. That the, the brings a really good point. Like she was saying, guys, this card, um, I think it really just talks about using your own magic and embodying yourself, embodying yourself power. And yes. I think it really also kind of brings the sense of, you know, um, you can work with other t- tools of magic. Like you don't, ha- it doesn't necessarily have to be like the common ingredients, like tarot cards, oracle decks, or like um, ritual work and stuff. You can use other people too. They are also tools. And mm-hmm. um, I think that this card really talks about kind of bringing everything together and using everything that you have in your toolbox to create a sense of harmony. Yes, that's. I definitely think that's what it's, what it's going towards. Yeah. Okay. So. 
I'm really excited. Let's hear about the haunted house first. Okay, you mean the one that I'm sitting in right now in front of a beautiful slash spooky bay window? Yep, I'm very, very pumped to hear this story. Even though you're living it, I want to hear about it. Yes. (laughs) Okay, so first, you know, some, some background settings. I live in a very, very, very small town in rural northern Florida, uh, might as well be South Georgia with how far north in Florida I am. <laughs> um, but, you know, very small population. Everyone's really far apart from each other. Um, and everything is very old. Um, this house is about 70 years old. Um, which, like, usually when I think haunted house, I'm like, oh, it was built in, like, the 1800s. <laughs> um, but, you know, <laughs> it's also, there is, Um, I think the area in general has a lot of spirit activity um, because this was a very heavy Civil War battle area. Okay. Um, Like, they do, like, the reenactments here, and, you know, there's multiple, like, battlefields within, like, a short driving distance. Um, So there's a lot of spirit activity out here in general. Um, But, so the first time I visit this house, um, when I was visiting it with the realtor, I was like, okay, it feels like a little busy, like kind of crowded here energetically, but it had been on the market for so long, which, huh, wonder why. I wonder why. Um, it hadn't been, li- <laughs> right? It hadn't been lived in in um, over a year. So I was like, it makes sense that it would feel very, you know, very, very busy because of all that stagnant energy that's just been sitting there. Um, and then I moved in. Yeah. <laughs> and as soon as I got there, like I went over and I was like, I'm gonna, you know, clean and cleanse. Because, you know, since it had been empty for so long, it was like just super dusty. Um, so I was like, you know, spend the day cleaning and cleansing my space and, and then I'll move in. So I get there and I'm like, okay, this feels a lot like heavier than it did the last time I was in the house. Mm -hmm. So I have a friend who's, um, you know, very well versed in astral projection and working in the astral plane. So she projected over to the house um, because I wanted her to be able to tell me, (coughs) I'm sorry, I wanted her to be able to tell me if there were any like energetic hot spots that I needed to like extra cleanse. Um, And instead, I hear that an old pale woman followed her around the house the entire time isn't that what every girl's dream is to have an old lady follow you around (laughs) right um so and um so yeah so and then you know i passed some pictures around of and videos of the house um to some of you know of my friends that do spirit work and we kind of all came to the conclusion that there wasn't anything when no one felt any like ill intent. Like even when she, my friend was like face to face with her, like she didn't feel like she, she was like evil or anything like that. Just very lonely and very sad. And just, a, there's a very negative energy to it. Um, but we, I don't really know why. Um, and I don't, usually I'm pretty good at judging when I need to banish something or not. Um, and so, you know, if you're listening right now, I don't plan on doing that (laughs) as I look around my house and talk to the air, (laughs) Um, but, (laughs) um, she's, she's very strong. Like, I don't feel a negativity, just like a strength and a heaviness. 
um, to the point where while I was cleaning and cleansing the first day here, I ended up veiling, which I don't do often. I only do when I'm doing like really intense spirit work. Mm -hmm. Um, And for those of you that don't know, veiling is when just when you um, you wrap your head, basically, Um, usually with this, I used to use a scarf. Um, But she was so like just loud energetically that I had to do something. Right. Um, I asked her permission like before, not really permission. I was just, I was telling her what I was going to do before I did it. So, you know, she knew I was going to clean. Um, as I cleansed, I told her, you know, what what everything was as I was going through each step. Um, and I was like, let me know if anything is something you don't like, and you know, we can evaluate the situation. Yeah. Um, but even just physically cleaning, like I dusted, and just that change the energy so much but then I kept getting like a you can clean but get out like I don't want you here but like thank you for cleaning my house oh damn get off my lawn old person yeah <laughs> it's almost like you're the maid but, you're the hired help and she just wants you gone after. yeah yeah like she's I definitely don't I can definitely still sense that she does not enjoy that I am here um, but she is dealing with it. There really hasn't been many negative interactions, although I have fallen out of my bed twice oh. in the past four days. Oh my gosh. So she like kicking you out of your bed too? Jeez. <laughs> so I, I think she might be pushing me out of my bed. I don't know. All I know is that this is the same bed I have had for like a couple of years. So it's not like it's smaller or I'm adjusting to a new bed. Like I'm it's still my same bed. And I woke up the first night here, like halfway to the ground. And like I smacked that ground. Like I just full on like flung myself out of the bed in my sleep. Oh jeez. Like I woke my boyfriend up. He was like woke up like what happened? Oh my God. <laughs> and then la or not last night, but the night before I um kind of woke up like mid like I I didn't fully fall out of the bed but I was like almost all the way off but I woke up just in time to like catch myself um but still also woke my boyfriend up um so yeah so I don't know if I am just doing something weird and rolling out of bed now or if this is ghost related but you think um, um, she knows we'll find out I think so, because I did, I used my pendulum, mm-hmm. um, and I did do some work with her, and I asked her if, if, like, if she's stuck here, and it seems like she is stuck in the house, she does not want to be stuck in the house, but she also does not want my help. Okay, <laughs> stubborn old lady, for sure. Yes, she's like, I can't get out, I can't figure it out, but no, don't. Don't help me. I can do it myself. Uh, obviously, like, you can't, just... lady. You're stuck there for a reason. So, Hello. Yeah, and I don't want to, like, force my help upon uh-huh. her. Um, But, like, the, she knows the offer has been made. And I'm just going to use the normal, like, rule that I use. Because, I mean, I've invited... I've had lived in plenty of places with spirits. I've just never moved into somewhere that was already occupied. Um, especially by something so strong. I have invited spirits in, like, to work with them. Um, but, and my, kind of my rule of thumb, even, because, I mean, I've even done very general, 
like, hey, if anyone, if there's any spirits in the area that want to like do some work, let me know. And that that doesn't always go very well. I would not recommend it unless you're pretty experienced um, with with spirit work. Um, <laughs> yeah. But the rule of thumb is they can stay and hang out as long as they don't like fuck with shit. Like, as soon as you start, like, I can deal with little annoyances. Like, I, there was one that used to like to knock, a pe- like, pens and pencils off tables. Like, my friend's wife was over. Like, my friend and his wife were over. And she freaked out because, like, we were just sitting in the living room. And all of a sudden, this pen just flies off the coffee table and lands in the middle of the room. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's the, that's this new ghost. That <laughs> that's my new friend. Yeah. Uh, it's like you behave (laughs) sir (laughs) so like little annoyances like whatever but like if i keep falling out of bed we're gonna have to have a discussion so you gotta have a huge talk about that because that's not cool what if you actually really hurt yourself one of those days you know right right because falling off the bed is not fun it's not it's scary you wake up you're like i'm dying yeah oh yeah but but that is why we do protection work. Yes. Yes. Okay. Go. Let's go into what you did to cleanse the house first. Okay. So um, I do a pretty standard like cleansing when I move into any new place. Um, there is a book that I love um, and that we can definitely link for you guys. Um, it is Mrs. B's Guide to Household Witchery. Okay. Um, it is on hearth. It is hearth and home magic. Um, and it is, it has this like cute little, like how to make every room magical. Um, but it also has a lot of different recipes in it. Um, so I get some of my like base, base recipes, um, for a lot of my, like cleansing my home cleansing stuff from that book like I'll swap things out if I don't have it because you can always you know swap out herbs for other ones there's usually multiple herbs that work for the same thing um but I start with um I start by putting up a simmer pot like once I I, first I physically clean the whole place Mm -hmm. um because you need to have you just you need a, a physically clean slate to get like the best results from all of this. So even if it's something you're doing in a, in a place you've been living for a while, you know, take the day, do like a spring cleaning type cleaning, like really, really deep clean before you get into um, any sort of deep cleansing and protection work. And mm-hmm. um, that's a, at least, at least for me, that's what I, you know, what I do. Um, so I start with a simmer pot and that is for, if you guys don't know what a simmer pot is, um basically it's just a pot of water that you boil it's like liquid incense on the stove mm-hmm. um and they are they're a lot of fun in winter and fall when it starts to get cold out um so i do one with it is a whole lemon i squeeze each half of the lemon and i um like put the full lemons in, the full lemon in as well into the pot and then nine cloves a cinnamon stick um, a bay leaf with a protection sigil on it, a um, peppermint oil, and salt. Mm. Um, so, like, once I get everything else in, I basically cover it all with the salt. Um, and then I fill the pot about halfway with water. And then I just set that on the stove to simmer while I'm doing everything else. Um, and it also smells really good. Yeah. So that's- um, but that, really- you know, it has a lot of cleansing 
Yeah. Oh, it smells so good. I can, I mean, and I know, I know you've done summer pots, so some of them can smell really awesome. Yeah. There's some that I feel like you're just like, I walked into like an Italian restaurant yeah. and I can't tell if I like this right now or, or not. <laughs> but... <laughs> okay. Sorry. Sorry. Continue. Um, but then the, the like cinnamony ones that like, those are always, those are always my favorite. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I got to open, you know, open all the windows um, let like fresh energy and fresh air in. Um, and then I do a smoke cleanse of the house. Um, I put out a couple different um, charcoal discs with different resins on them around the house. Um, if you look at my Instagram, actually, you'll see a couple pictures of the ones that I did. They have, you know, on the incense holder, I do like a base of rosemary and black pepper. Mm-hmm. Um, Because the rosemary is cleansing and the black pepper is very banishing. Black pepper is actually one of my favorite banishing, um, like, herbs. Yeah, for sure. So I I do. And then I put the charcoal disc on and then a resin. I'll use frankincense on some, um, myrrh on some, and dragon's blood on Mm -hmm. the other one. And I kind of put them just at basically at the main windows in the house. Like I did one in the living room window, one in the kitchen window, um, and one in the bedroom window. Okay. So those are kind of, you know, airing the area out, getting some energy flowing and sort of directing the negative energy like outside. Um, And then I do um, like an herb bundle smoke cleanse. You can really use, I would just say use whatever herb bundle you guys normally use for your cleansing, Um, like whatever you're most attracted to. I really like rosemary. Um, I'll sometimes I'll do like a rosemary and thyme mix. So there's a lot of different, not really whatever, um, whatever normal herbs or woods you like to use for that. Yeah, for sure. I use lavender and mint. I love the combination. Yeah. Oh, that smell sounds like it would smell really yeah. good. It smells like a lavender f- like farm. And then you have like a l- little bit of like mint in the background. So it's kind of like, whoa, Ooh. this feels really. I love mint. Yeah, anything. for sure. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. No, interject as much as you want. I'm just like rambling on. I love your storytelling with Um, the whole protection thing. Like, I'm just like (laughs) kind of like taking notes at the same time because I do um, a little bit of different stuff kind of things with protection magic in my own home, but I'll get back to that later. I want to hear more about what what you have going on. Okay. So um, once I finish with the smoke cleansing, I really, I love the, I'll kind of replenish the resin on the charcoal discs up until the charcoal is completely out. So those will keep going for a little while. Um, And then I work on the floors next. So I do a floor sweep, um, which is basically you're going to take a mix of different cleansing herbs. Um, So I was using rosemary, um, nutmeg, ginger, allspice, um, and bay leaves that I have that um, whenever I use a bay leaf, I always, you know, use it as a chance to add a sigil or something. And I do have like a home protection sigil that I use. So that I'll write on all the bay leaves, you you know, throw all that um, together, mix it up and then add it to baking soda. um, Just so you have like a nice base for it. And then you sweep with that. Um, for a lot of people I know, um, and like what that, the book that I got some of these recipes from will say to kind of sweep from the four corners. Um, I like to pour, um, like pour the mixture out 
on the floor and make my protection sigil on my floor mm-hmm. and then sweep that um, just towards the door, basically. So I'll go from the back corner of the room just towards the door um, and go room by. So I will do that in every that single room. That is so room. cool. And then, yeah, so that it takes a while, especially when you're in a big mm-hmm. house. So I had lots of rooms to do that in. Um, and then there's a floor wash, which is almost the same mixture. Um, really, the only difference in ingredients was that the floor wash has some um, garlic in it. <clears throat> um, because the floor wash also has um, like a more of a protection measure to it whereas the sweep is to cleanse then the wash comes in and protects so you add you know some garlic black pepper more of your protection herbs um and then you mix that with um i used a like a pine based cleaning solution but really any like natural organic cleaning solution that you normally use um you can just mix it with that um steep it in some hot water first like boil it like tea um, you can strain it or you can do the easy way like I did and fill tea bags <laughs> and literally just make it like tea um, and then mix that with your the whatever cleaning solution you use um, and then just mop the whole house with it wherever you have floors that are moppable. I would say um, and um, kinda- you should try adding a little bit of vinegar next time. That would really help kind of like cleanse a little bit more. Yes. Yes, and that is, I have, um, sometimes I'll use vinegar, sometimes I'll use a pine-based um, cleaning solution, because um, I do like, um, I actually found um, at the grocery store, these cleaning vinegars that, like, some are lavender, some are peppermint, um, and I love it. So I've been, I've actually have been, they make a lemon one that I, is really good okay. um, for protection work, because lemon's amazing in protection. Oh, for sure. So definitely vinegar is always a good base for cleaning solutions. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then you take that same solution that you made and you wipe down all your doors and windows with Smart. it. Um, and you basically seal the house in with that. Um, after that, there's a more intricate warding process, um, like ritual that I do. I don't like to get into too much details on my warding rituals um but it does involve i like to invoke the four elements anytime um like i'll do i do warding work um and just um you know i I put up my you know i put up kind of the basic wards that i like that i personally use um and that's always i think the last step when you're doing home protection Mm -hmm. is just to make sure you're putting up your Mm -hmm. wards um, and I don't think enough people know what warding really yeah. is. Um, I don't think it's talked about it. Enough. Yeah, I think so. Too. Um, and I know, like, it's, I know, I know definitely you make sure you do it. Yeah, I do a lot of warding in my house, especially when it comes to kind of cleaning. Well, I do the cleansing and the cleaning first, like what you do. But like what I like to do extra is I get kind of like a spray bottle. And I do what you do and kind of have like the steeping of the tea and everything. But the herbs that I use is like, I really love using lavender, bay leaves, um, pepper, and a little bit of star anise. And um, I put the vinegar in there and everything too. It depends on what kind of um, kind of protection I'm, do- I'm going for. But I usually just use str- like straight up vinegar. 
And then I put it in a spray bottle, kind of mix it up, and then I spray it around my altar and I clean with it. Oh, and um, another good way to like okay. add uh, more protection to it, I use moon water too. So, yes, that is a great way to do it is to use moon water. Yeah. So that way you um, get the extra. I love um, the spray bottles work so well too. Yeah. Um, some sometimes I'll just have like a cleansing spray in a spray bottle mm-hmm. that like every once in a while I can just spray in the air. Yeah. Um, and just kind of instead instead of smoke cleansing or sound cleansing or anything, you just give it a few spritzes and you're good to yeah, go. Exactly. It's kind of um, like a clearing the air and energy wise. So I think it's like super helpful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then, so I do want to talk a little bit more in depth about warding, though, since I don't think people, you know, I don't think it's used enough. Um, so I'm going to get I'm going to get all nerdy here with the big words. <laughs> I love it. Let's do it. <laughs> so war- warding, it's so it's like technical term would be apotropic magic, mm-hmm. um, which is a Greek term, actually, that means to send away. Um, so what warding is, it is a type of magic that sends away negative energy. Um, one of, I think, the most well-known and widely used wards that people do not know is a ward is the evil eye. Yes. Um, so in a lot of cultures, I, I say a lot of times in um, like Hispanic cultures, Italian um like you'll see those um, those beads, like the or e- even Eastern European, you see them a lot. Um, like those blue beads with the white dot in the middle. That's the evil eye. Mm-hmm. Um, people wear it as jewelry. And then in your like Middle Eastern um, traditions, they have the evil eye, where it is a hand um, with an eye on the palm print of the hand. Um, and so that's, I think, the, the really common one that people, you know, don't even realize that they're, that they're yeah. using. Um, and the whole intent of that, oops, sorry, my dog wanted to get involved. No worries. <laughs> um, um, so, yeah, so those are, like, the more common things that, like, they're the one that's very widely used. Yeah. Um, that people don't realize. Yeah, I agree. Because um, I know uh, in Greece, they use them a lot, quite a bit, right? The evil eye yes. and stuff? Yes. Um, and then you're also going to see, or another really popular thing um, in, like, older architecture, you know how, like, old churches have, like, creepy, like, gargoyles and weird statues out front? Yeah. Those are wards. They put them there to, guess what? scare away witches oh okay cool good job good job Carrie. <laughs> um i remember when i was in like italy as a kid i'm like all oh, those gargoyles are cool yeah i, I want to go in even more now i gotta say they were creepy but like i know they served a purpose i just couldn't figure out what that what it was so i'm, I'm glad he brought yeah. that up yeah and yeah but not just witches but like any evil spirits and stuff um but we all know that the church loves witches. Yes, they love us so much. <laughs> they burn us for it. Love it. But um, the gargoyles are a really good example of using an object mm-hmm. toward a space. Um, so probably one of the, I think, most popular, popular and most useful home wards is to have um, like a house guardian object. Okay. So... 
It could be any sort of trinket, anything that has, you know, some sort of sentimental value to you. Um, and you basically enchant it with your ward. Um, you need to tie it to an energy source because wards do constantly feed on energy. Mm-hmm. Um, so for a lot of people, they will tie them to themselves. For me, some of my wards are tied to myself. Some of them I will tie to the earth. Um, and it's just all about whether or not you want to have to actively replenish them or you want to have them like automatically replenish basically, because if they're tied to you, you're going to have to actively replenish them. And you may also feel them draining on your energy. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's useful because then it's almost like an alarm system. Um, whereas if it's tied to the earth or, you know, maybe you want to use moon energy or, spirit energy just something that's not you then yes it's going to be easier to keep it powered up but you won't have anything to really unless you take your time to go and check on them you won't know if they've been hit by some sort of energy whereas if it's tied to yourself you'll feel that like oh gosh I just got really tired out of nowhere and like it's most there's a good possibility that it means one of your wards has been hit um and it's trying to pull more energy from you to keep itself going. Wow. Wow. That's really cool. So it's kind of like we had like so a, a security. Like system. a magic alarm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's like a like one of those, like the ring doorbells. Love it. So that way you kind of get like <laughs> an, also- like an insider's look on like what's going on. So you kind of have like um how would you say mm. you replenish the energy to keep that ward going? Um, for me it's meditation. Uh-huh. Um, you can do it. There are, um, like I mentioned earlier, I do have one ritual that I do to create a ward around the house. So it can be done through rituals or meditation um, or whatever, you know, way of transferring energy that a person prefers. I think those are probably the two most common. Uh Um, And those are the two that I use. Um, For ritual work, a lot of people tend to incorporate calling in the four corners, you know, using all the elements. Um, But really, yeah, any way that you like to enchant things. So whatever your own personal preference is for that. Yeah, I like to use um, crystals uh, because I like to um, enchant them with um, different kind of like, like I sometimes I have crystals where I can actually draw sigils on them with like a paint, paint marker and stuff. So um, I usually kind of like have that. Or I get like a tile and I draw a protection sigil, put the crystal on top, and I put them yes. in the four corners of my house. Oh, I love your tiles. Yeah. Yes, I love it when you make those tiles. They're always so awesome. Yeah, dude, they work <laughs> so well. I love protection sigils, <sighs> like tiles and everything, because you can literally make yes. whatever sigil you want and just place it around you. I have them everywhere. Yeah, I definitely um something else that I want to do for the home so one day we'll have to talk about hearth magic is I'm going to make a hearth altar so I do need a nice little tile for that love it um but yeah so then there's also um witch bottles and like or witch balls or other things that people can do to protect their house Mm -hmm. um those are basically little balls of herbs and crystals and other items um, that just add like another protective measure, which balls are really easy to make. What I use are, um, 
those like make your own ornaments from the craft store that you can get around Christmas. I always stock up on at Christmas time. Makes sense. Um, because it's just a, it's already on a string. You just twist it open, fill it up, piece it back together. Simple. Um, so I'll use whatever protection herbs. I always use a bay leaf with my protection sigil on mm-hmm. it. Um, you know, throw in some pepper, some ginger, allspice, cinnamon. Um, I like to add crystals in for protection. I really like um, red jasper is a very good protective stone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, obsidian is just my favorite stone, which technically it's glass. But obsidian is just like my favorite ever. So I use that a lot as well. Um, black tortamine, onyx. Um, I like smoky quartz in those as well. And then, you know, sometimes I'll do, instead of those balls hanging, I'll do little jars on the windowsills. Um, so really, you can fill, like, any item with those little, with protection herbs and crystals and just put your energy into it and you have a ward. Yeah, would you say that protection magic is, like, a form of hoodoo? Um, no, I think that, I mean, there is protection magic that is specific to things like hoodoo and you know santeria um and different atr practices mm-hmm. um but i don't think it in general is specific to okay. Those. okay um but they definitely have their own techniques within those practices right. um the only ones i can really speak to would be santeria just because that's um what i've been taught um and i'm trying to think i don't think any of my you know, anything that I use for protection is, would be for anything I learned from Santeria. Um, I have seen some really interesting, um, like, southeastern U.S. folk magic mm-hmm. um, protection work. Um they use eggshells a lot or eggs a lot. I was about lot, to say, um, yeah, eggshells. I know. I love because, yeah, everyone uses the eggshells. Um, growing up, that's, oh, okay, there we go. There's huh, Santeria. So that's something I would have learned <laughs> from that side of my family, from my grandma, um, is you make powder out of eggshells, and that is so protective. Mm-hmm. Um I usually have a whole, every time I eat eggs, that's, I save my shells for that. Um, you just grind, ground them up and throw them in a jar. And um, some people like to bake them beforehand, just like dry them out. Um, otherwise you have to deal with that like film inside. Mm-hmm. I, for some reason, I'm too lazy to bake them, but I will sit there and spend, I don't know how damn long peeling that film off of it. Just to avoid baking. Yeah, them. well, I know using eggs <laughs> in general. It is kind of satisfying when you get a really good peel. Yeah. So, you know. Well, I know that using eggs in general uh, is a really good practice for just, like, cleansing yourself, too. Yes, yeah, so one day we'll have to talk about egg cleanses in detail. In detail. Um, yes, yes. Okay. But that is, if we want to talk about, you know, we definitely want to talk about how to protect, you know, your own body also. Um, egg cleanses is definitely one of the... I tend to do an egg cleanse before I do any sort of larger cleanse or larger protection work on myself. Mm -hmm. It kind of helps you pinpoint what you need to do. Um, 
But no, yeah. So for I think for home protection, that's pretty much everything I've like ever really done in the realm of home protection. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you're not always home, so you also want to make sure that you yourself are protected. Um, so that's where things like those bracelets that we mentioned with the evil eye come in handy. Um, there's, I mean, you can even just take protective baths and showers. Um, salt scrubs are great for cleansing yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you can use, I like to use sugar scrubs to invite energy. So you can easily make a sugar scrub that is protective, um, and kind of create like a protective shield with that. You can also attach wards to yourself. You can ward a piece of jewelry, um, and wear it. You can enchant a piece of jewelry, um, with protective or banishing aspects to it and wear that. Um, so there's so many, so many options. Yeah. Out there. And I just want to mention real quick, guys, um, you do whatever you feel comfortable with doing, like just because me and Alana do these different practices yes. and make different things, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to follow suit on what we do. You use whatever you want to use. That makes you feel like you're protected. So if you don't feel like bay leaves protect yes. you, then use something else. You can always substitute for other. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And like, and I'd love to hear what you guys do. Like, if you guys have other methods that you use, I would love to hear about it. Like, so definitely, like, comment on Instagram. Like, tell us what you guys like to use for any sort of protection magic or cleansing methods that you Yeah, have. and like Alana was saying, we're really interested in, like, different practices on what you guys use to protect yourself, protect your home, protect anything that you want to protect in, in general. So if you guys want to just find us on Instagram, we're witchcast nine, you guys can comment on, you know, the pictures that we have are going to be posted for this episode. And we'd love to hear from you guys. Cause you know, we always like to hear what you guys think about certain aspects of witchcraft and you, we can just talk to you guys about anything and everything. So if you guys want to reach out to us, you most definitely can. Yeah. Um, Alana, do you have anything else you want to talk about for protection magic? Um, I think I've gone through my whole, my whole repertoire and on protection. Yes, 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 for sure. So, um, guys, just in general, um, when it comes to spirits and everything, um, not necessarily you have to, like Alana was saying, banish them, but if you know how to work with them, be careful with that. So, you know, just because Alana can work with them and she knows, cause she knows what she's doing. So if you guys encounter like a spirit and you don't feel comfortable with it, always try to find someone that can help you with it because I know spirits can be very dangerous. So like I said, don't like, if you don't feel comfortable, always find someone to help you or, you know, you guys can always ask questions on how to help yourself too. But um, protection magic is definitely a huge, huge ordeal. And like Alana was saying, warning is very under, I don't think it, I think it's underrated. Not too many people talk about it. Um yeah, and I think I think people do it. They just don't talk about it, um, which is why people that are newer to the craft don't know about it. Like it's it shocks me at how many you know newer practitioners out there I talk to that have never even heard that yeah. term before. Um, but it's definitely something that you know every experience which is going to do. Um, you we just don't talk about it because you don't really want to give away all your techniques. Like it'd be kind of like giving somebody the code to your alarm in your house. Um, 
So, like, that's why, like, you know, I'll say, like, yeah, I have a, a ritual that I do toward the house. It involves, you know, all the elements, but that's really all the detail I'm going to get into. Or, you know, I would always recommend not sharing protective sigils um, because, uh, it, you know, that's personal stuff. And I think because protective magic is so personal, it doesn't get talked about in open forums. Often Absolutely. Enough. Like she was saying, um, you know, like you don't need to give all your secrets away just because you feel comfortable doing it. Try to keep things to yourself sometimes because you never know when a witch is going to like try to attack you or like a spirit's trying to attack you, you know? So uh, just yeah. always keep like good practice. And it also just helps keep away that everyday negative oh, energy sure. too. Like those like, like, you know, just keeping a couple, you know, a couple protective crystals in your pockets can help an empath from absorbing everyone's energy Hundred. around them. Um, so it's even just that simple day-to-day stuff. Like, you know, you don't drive to the grocery store without wearing your seatbelt. Like, if you're an empath, make sure you have something on you to keep you from absorbing everyone's things. Um, veiling is a great technique for that. Yeah. For sure. So, like, like before, before I was, you know, a before I got better at shutting out other people's, you know, emotions, you know, I would veil more often. I wore a lot of hats. Um, just something as simple as that, you know, yeah, helps for sure. So like Alana was saying, there are a lot of different techniques that you guys can utilize to help protect yourself, your home, warding against other things like spirits or like other people. So just take everything into consideration. Um, like I said, just because we do certain things doesn't mean mm-hmm. that you have to do them yourself. So if you guys have any questions regarding yeah. any of the things that we talked about today, more than happy to reach out to us like i said on our instagram we're always active so just want to say thanks for listening everybody yeah and we will see you next time bye guys